0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Tales from the Car. This is episode number four. It is a tribute to my old friend Dave Morgavich. And um, I've been to do a full episode for a while. I've been really busy working. I work a lot anyway. So that's usually the case. But I was kicking around trying to figure out what to do an episode on... And that's usually most of the problem with trying to do one of these. I had inspired to do this a couple of days ago. So, I guess we'll get into this. So, Dave was a guy I knew, and I met, I believe, in 92 sometime. I'm not really sure of the the exact time frame, though. I think it was 92, because by the time... The nineteen ninety-three comic book spectacular went down. And I think even God had to be even the um what would have been the legendary New York Comic Con of the spring of ninety-three both these events would have happened in 93 the new york show did not happen in 93 because there was a blizzard that weekend and ruined everything like that show was incredible it would have been if you aren't really a big comic book fan or a long time comic book fan you probably wouldn't know these names but i remember it was supposed to be like barry windsor smith and uh, oh jesus frank miller and a whole bunch of people I mean, it was the most loaded show, and I had been to a bunch of New York Comic-Cons in the day, and it was by far one of the most loaded shows they ever put on. It was it was just ridiculous. The Blizzard of 93 happened and ruined the whole thing. So Dave was supposed to go with us, so which would have been me, Joe, and Rob, and Dave, I think, was like the four people that were going to go. And we had a hotel room booked and everything. So anyway... So, we ended up at the comic book spectacular in 93 in Philadelphia. So, I know that for a fact. So, I've known him like 92, early 93. We met... I met most of my friends back in the day. We just hung out at the mall. Um, you know, typical places, the arcade, the comic book shop, you know, just the usual bullshit. We did have a bunch of common, like, uh, in comic books, video games, you know... Uh, Music too. He was a big punk fan. Uh, he also was a skater of some description. I mean, nothing professional, but I mean, he did like to skateboard and do shit like that. And uh, spent a lot of time at his house. We used to play video games late at night, talking about dumb shit. You know the usual. But Dave, Dave was a really good guy, man. He um. He was the only person I knew besides me, and still to this day, <laughs> that, that I ever found that had a real love of 90s independent comics, and more importantly, the black and white stuff. Now, a lot of independent publishers, especially back then, I I stopped reading comic books because comic books are very expensive anymore. And really, they just price me right out of being able to afford this shit. Like, I mean, I'm not even joking, like a six... uh, It's like six dollars, or maybe it's more than that now, but last time I collected anything on a regular basis, it was six dollars for just like a 22-page comic book. Some people were producing longer ones, which, you know, try to, I guess, ease the pain of what you were paying for it, and they knew that, so they try to do like 32 pages or something like that, but Jesus, it was brutal. So the black and white stuff of the 90s, I mean, in that era, there was a point where black and white comics were, you know, kind of a trending thing. I think I came in on the tail end of all that. So, I mean, like, like I discovered black and white stuff, though, in the late 80s, when uh, Dark Horse Publishing was was doing the alien comic books, and they got the rights to do that from, Oh shit, I don't know, Universal or Paramount. I you know, I I can't remember the hell I'm on the rights to that at that point. And they did basically they did three different series that were the direct sequels to Aliens. I know there's Aliens three, but they did comic books that actually were the direct sequels to these. It was there was two Alien mini series that followed Newt and um some of those people, like Hicks, I always get the name wrong. I don't know if it's Hicks or Hudson. I always get that wrong. And shit like that. And they were beautifully done. I mean, Mark Verheiden wrote it. And Mark Verheiden became a scriptwriter in Hollywood sometime after that. The guy was a phenomenal writer. I don't know who did the artwork. I wish I could tell you. I wish I had looked it up. But I mean, they did a phenomenal job with these. Like the, the first three series, there was like Aliens and Aliens 2. And then they did Earth War afterwards, and Earth War wasn't that good. It really just tied together the loose ends of the first two miniseries, but was kind of a letdown. So like, there's that era, and then you know later on you get into the earlier '90s. Oh man, because I imagine like '91 or '92, and you get into the Crow, which was all done in black and white. Now a lot of people know the Crow, and Jay Obar, James Obar, the guy that wrote it, drew it and created it, is a phenomenal guy. I've met him a bunch of times over the years. The book is amazing. If you are familiar with the film, one day you've got to do yourself a favor and try to track down, you know, I know they're called graphic novels, but the trade paperback, whatever you want to call it, compendium that has all the original issues in it it's i mean the movie as far as comic book adaptations is one of the best of all time but the comic book itself is just next level it's so good Uh, i'll I'll probably talk more in depth about that on another episode but there was that In in the earlier 90s i mean there was like love and rockets there was from the seventies, going back to the late seventies, there was Dave Sims Cerebus, uh, which is an amazing book. And um was him and done by him and a guy named Gerhard. And then there what are the other good um nineties comics? They're black and white. There's Jeff Smith's Bone, which is another fantastic title. It's definitely you could find that pretty easily. That's pretty amazing. Dave Laugham's... Straight Bulls is phenomenal stuff. A lot of gratuitous violence and nudity. You can't really go wrong with that. There's also... Frank Miller's Dark... Or not, Dark Knight. Frank Miller did the Dark Knight. If you could find that, and that's pretty common. Like, that's worth reading. That's really good. But Frank Miller did Sin City at a time when Dark Horse had... Or was doing a lot of like color publishing... But Frank did that book on purpose in black and white, and it's so good. I mean, the only two that I know of right offhand, the only two Sin City books that had any color in it was That Yellow Bastard and The Babe War Red. And those two are great stories. Like, The, the Babe War Red is a short story. That Yellow Bastard was its own little mini series, which... All the books were actually miniseries. It's with a couple of exceptions. The Long Silent Night being one of them. Another fantastic book. It's all... But The Long Silent Night, it's all... There's no words in it until you get to the last page. And if you can find that, like that's amazing. That is really, really well done. Frank Miller, absolutely on fire. But that's the era. And, um, there's also Drew Hayes' Poison Elves, which is, like, which is really good, too. Fantastically drawn. There's, um, uh, you know, Colleen Doran and, uh, A Distant Soil, another fantastic book. Doug Slack and Slacker Comics. So, like, this is the stuff, like, we were reading on a pretty regular basis and we, you know, just became big fans of. And all this is... (laughs) All this comes about because or I was thinking about this, because the other day... And Dave, unfortunately, died about... be like three years ago. I, I don't know what happened. We have a mutual friend named Elliot. And I need to ask him and see what Dave actually died of. It's... I don't know. It's... I know it sounds weird. I know it wasn't suicide. And the guy didn't overdose. So I know, like, it's nothing really horrifying like that. But he apparently had some kind of injury to his head and I don't know his ex-girlfriend was telling me they think it had something to do with that that he had some kind of brain injury no one was aware of and shit and um when he died like he was he had roommates I don't know if he lived with them or if they lived with him you know what I mean like I'm not really sure of the whole situation but he was dead in his room for like a full day at least before anybody realized he had died so it's really fucking horrible. And Dave didn't deserve that, man. He was. <laughs> oh, he was a good dude, man. Nobody deserves to go out like that. But I was looking at this this some um, picture came up and I had. I still have it. It's back. Oh my god. Oh, trying to think when the last time I went to Baltimore Comic Con. Baltimore Comic Con is fucking amazing. It's one of the few Comic Cons left that is pretty much all comic books and comic book creators. You know, a lot of these Comic Cons, you know, they have celebrities there and all this bullshit. But not, and Baltimore has a few. I will say that it's not not completely just comic books, but they don't overdo it where it's like like i mean if you walk at some of the comic conventions they you know they spend a ton of money on celebrities and the names on the comic book side are barely even fucking recognizable you know what i mean it's just uh, it's just fucking terrible and it's like you know all this is relevant cuz i said me and dave used to go to comic conventions in the 90s where it was all comic books, and there would be, like, a shit ton of people. It's not like the comic books weren't drawing. You know what I mean? It just I guess people just realized they can make more money off of getting celebrities, and they put all their money into that and put nothing into anything else. So, Baltimore, anyway, like in 2000... Jesus, I know the job I was at. It was like 2014 or maybe 2015 was the last time I went... Most well, because of financial reasons and, I don't know, there were a number of years there where, looking back now, I think it was like, I don't know how to explain this, it sounds stupid, but it was like, I wasn't allowed to have any fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, people who could do shit or whatever, but if I wanted to do something and it cost a little bit of money, I was not able to do it, it was, you know, but anyway, sometimes it was financial reasons too, but... When we went, and last time I went, I went because Gerhard was there from Cerebus, and I was like, oh my god, like, there's no way I'm not going to this fucking convention, like, um, jeez, there was John Cassidy was there, and fucking Greg Capullo, Joe Stanton, there was a great lineup, Baltimore always has a great lineup, Uh, that's, I mean, some years are more better, or better than others, but. I mean, it's always fucking top notch. And, uh, like, I never met Dave Simmons, and, and it turns out I never will. But this, this, um, memory came up on Facebook, and it was a picture of the drawing I had, uh, Gerhard do for me. It doesn't mean anything to you, but it's like, it was, it was, there's, like, is, is has a lot of, um, is comprised of a bunch of long-form stories. Like, they're not one-off issues. They have, does, or did, you know, these long, epic, like, storylines. And, like, after Church and State, which was one of the biggest ones ever, he did Jaka's story. And, uh, it's, well, this girl was, like, she was the she was actually the princess. She was living as a dancer in this tavern in the middle of nowhere. It's so hard to explain. I, like I can't even go into details. i trying to explain the rest of the goddamn book, but I had Gerhard draw, draw me a picture where it's like Jocka's house, the tavern, and Skull Mountain in the background. I don't know. I don't forget what they call it the book, but like if you saw it. It's the best way to describe it, I don't know it's it's hard to explain it, it was like basically the the mountains is mountain comprised of what seemed to be an infinite number of skulls for lack of a better term, so he drew it for me. I pretty much underpaid for it. <laughs> I think he charged me thirty or thirty five dollars for it. It's absolutely gorgeous, and I posted a picture of it because me and Dave were talking is Elliot got us in touch, I didn't know Dave was even on Facebook, and one day I, I don't know, Elliot posted something, and I said, where the hell's Dave bad, man, I, I, you know, is, he would love this, and he tagged me, he, he tagged Dave's account, he didn't have his real name on it, you know, he had, like, this made-up name or whatever, and I was like, who was it, I was like, holy shit, it's Dave, like, oh my god, like, and, you know, we reconnected for the first time in a long, long time, and, uh. It's just so good to talk to him again, and so we, we we were talking somewhere about me meeting Gerhard and the and all that stuff. And I can't find the picture I have of me and him while he's, while he's standing there holding you know the the thing he drew for me and everything. But I was like, dude, man, I was like, you know, I was like, I wish you could have been there and meet him. I'm like, because he was fucking awesome, and he was, he was the nicest guy. Couldn't be sweeter. His wife was there. She was great too. Um, he had these full like Cerebus is all done in, in black and white, but he had these big ass like hand hand colored <laughs> prints of Cerebus in different doing different things, you know, or, or outside of different um I don't know, different locations or whatever. It's hard, you know, stuff like that that were just um unfucking believable. And, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't spend the money to get one of these, but don't, but believe me, I fucking did. I wanted one so bad. I was just like, Oh my God. So anyway, I put, so I tagged Dave in the picture, like, Hey, you know, and, and he, he told us, he told me stories about Dave, which was absolutely hilarious. And it kind of surprised me that to find out that Dave was kind of like a technophobe that he was not on the internet. And he still had like a house phone and a fax machine and shit, and so like like it's so funny because like you just don't understand like I mean, like I fucking. Drank the Dave Sim Kool Aid. I loved reading his rants and his. He would write rants in the back of his comic book, and he had these completely crazy fucking letters column where people would send in and talk about all kinds of crazy shit. He would respond. It was so fucking awesome, and I was just like, I was like, and I was I I told Dave in the post like, you know, like you know, I'll never get to meet Dave because Dave stopped doing conventions. I don't know. Years ago, like sometimes, like like Cerebus wrapped up in 2004 with issue 300. The guy actually planned to do 300 issues, and he did it. It you know Cerbus dies in the, in, the, in the last issue and everything, and you know you know he rides off in the sunset, so to speak. But like I was sending this thing to Dave, and and uh, and it came back up and like I forget when I originally posted this, probably a couple of years ago. But I guess what popped in my memories again a year ago, like I wrote, you know, this little um, blurb to it, and it's absolutely true. I said, man, you know, I'm trying. Oh my god, I'm trying not to cry. Like he, I said, man, you know, I said, I miss you, I miss you, dude, I miss you like so much, and you know. Meeting Gerhard was amazing, and everything I said below this was true because it was like you know it was like a m you know it was commenting on a memory. I said it's funny sometimes in life you could see in your mind the exact person who 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 should have been there with you when this happened that would have made it. Even that much better, and I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, I, it would have been impossible for you to be there. I'm not even sure when this happened. If I was if I was talking to him yet, and this is almost this is like eight or nine years ago, and I, I can't remember when we t- when we finally touched base again. I said, but dude, man, I said, there's nobody else I would have wanted there, and I wish you could have been there because, you know, he couldn't have been nicer he told me hilarious stories and you man you have no idea how much I miss you and you still don't anyway I was explaining to my friend Matt that he had died too and Matt knew him him and Matt got along really well. Matt's like my best friend in the whole world. And he was just like, holy shit, what? I'm like, yeah. So there's been times I've talked about him where just it's it's so hard to talk about. I'm just like, dude, like he was. We lost touch for a long time, but man, we used to hang out all the time at one point. I mean, not all the time, but shit. A couple of nights a week at least. Like, I like I fucking knew this kid, and fucking, you know, hung out with him at the mall, which everybody fucking did, all my friends did, all they said, we're, the arcade, the fucking comic book store, all that stuff, and he died way too young, and he was, now I'm almost 52, and uh, he was at least a few years younger than me, so when he passed away, yeah, God, he had to be like 45 or some shit, and he died, and, and if I was saying died of natural causes, just real suddenly, just something really weird. And, you know, we'll just ain't the same without you, dude. But I was thinking too, you know, I, I want to end this. Think like you know the um, my favorite, my favorite moments with Dave that I, I know of over I like, remember over the years, because. They just stand out as some of my favorite shit ever. There was, we were talking earlier about the '93 Comic Book Spectacular, and uh, that was an amazing show. Todd McFarlane was there, uh, fucking. Um, oh my god, Stan Lee was there, but <laughs> unfortunately, we none of us got to meet Stan Lee that day because by, I don't know if they were selling the tickets, or if they were giving them away. I. I'm not sure even to this day, or even at the time. But by the time we finally got inside the building, because there were so many fucking people, you know what I mean? Like, we'd gotten there kind of early, too, <laughs> in anticipation of this, but there were so many people there that... And it was the first time they'd ever done a giant convention like that in Philadelphia, so it was a big, big, big deal for so many different reasons. And so, when we get in there... They like the tickets to meet Stan Lee were already gone, so we never actually got to meet him. But I, you know, I don't know, if, you know, I don't know if it was a '93 Comic Book Spectacular, or if it was like the '94 show. I forget because me and Joe and Rob and sometimes Rob didn't go, but I know me and Joe always went. It was like Dave. It was either Joe's girlfriend, whoever he was dating at the time. It's probably the other person that went along with us. I don't know. It might have been Mary, but Joe cheated on her a lot. So I don't know. If, I can't remember if it was Mary that went or not. Or Mary's brother sometimes would go with us and do shit. Like, we used to go to um, the Chiller Theater conventions. I'll talk about that sometime, too, because those were fucking great back in the day. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. So Philadelphia's, you know, comic book spectacular in 93... I think this is where this happened, like, we met Jay Lee, and we got in line for Jay Lee, like, we did not realize that we needed a ticket to meet him, because it's, some of the people in Artist Alley, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, you needed a ticket for, some people you did not, we didn't realize that, and like, and like, uh, we are like, oh shit, we got, we got up, till we got up, we the like, next ones to go, and the guy's like, where's your ticket, we're like... Oh fuck, we don't really need a ticket. He's like, yeah, we need a ticket. Blah 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 blah. We'd already had our stuff pulled out, like the whole nine yards. And we're like, oh, shit. So we pull off the side to like put our stuff away, and I'm looking, and Dave grabs me. He goes, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I was like, what? And I look over, and we're watching like the guy and Jay Lee talk, and I go, I imagine the conversation was like, hey, what's going on with those guys? The guys, like, I don't have any fucking tickets, man. I can't get in the line without a fucking ticket. I guess Jay Lee basically told him like, well, who fucking cares? Tell him to come over here. I'll sign their shit. Because <laughs> that's what happened. The guy goes, okay, he'll he'll sign your stuff, man. I'm like, oh my god, like what? And he was the nicest guy. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like it was so fucking cool. And we also met Doug Slack from Slacker Comics at that at that show. And uh, he was he was really funny too. And and like I'll, I'll I actually I met Doug Slacker the last, one of the last um I don't know, actually the only was it Heroes Con I think it was Baltimore oh the one year I went with with my son anyway let's talk about that but like but he was fucking cool as shit actually Doug Slack with Slacker Comics the the um I don't have much to say actually you know what I loved his books it was he was one of those. It was one of those books where like I used to go when I used to go out go places, I would drop into the local comic book shops and look for issues of slacker comics, any any cheap issues of any cheap back issues of of um cerebus, bone and stray bullets. I was trying to get like the whole fucking series. And eventually, I found out I had everything from Stray Bullets and um, and Slacker Comics. Like Slacker Comics, the last issue was supposed. I couldn't find this for a long time. I looked and looked and looked. And when I met Doug again, the next, the second time, only time I ever met him, and I was in Baltimore with my son. He was, I don't know, he was, he was kind of weird. Like I, I brought like the whole run of of uh, slacker comics he's like oh you really want me to sign these like i don't know he didn't he almost seemed insulted or something i don't know so weird but he was nice enough and i bought a couple of prints off him i bought one of uh marty feldman as igor from young frankenstein one of the greatest movies of all time and uh the other one was for uh oh uh, it was brian cranston heisenberg <laughs> And it was just like they were great. I don't know if I have them. I don't, it's, I, I don't. i have not seen them in a while. I don't know what happened to them. It's hard to explain. It. I moved. In. I don't know what the fuck my wife. What the fuck happened to some of my shit? But anyway, anyway, he was pretty cool. And, and uh, but the last issue was supposed to be, or the last issue I ever saw, you know, uh, solicited for, you know, you can order was the one where the whole gang graduates and I said to Doug, I'm like, I'm like, you know, the only issue I can never find. I don't know if there's anything even after that was the graduation issue. And he's like, Oh, it was like that never actually got released. Like for whatever reason he never, he never uh, put it together. Or they never published it. So like, I actually had the last, I don't know what issue was. That was like issue seven, I mean like 17 or 18. And I had the official last issue it was like 16 or 17. But anyway, he was there. And then there was um. There's those. But then there was. <laughs> we actually had, we actually had like we a big music guy like back in '94. We um, I managed to talk. <laughs> me and Dave, or I talked our way into the sold out Weezer and Live con- uh, concert at the Wilkes University gym. I think it was a Scanlon gym, 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 <laughs> the Scanlon gym. Who knows what the hell they call it now? Because everything has a corporate sponsorship. But like, I managed to talk our way into that concert into two tickets to a sold out show for like less than twenty dollars, and <laughs> and it was like, and that was one of the fucking greatest things ever. I, I like, I couldn't believe we even got one ticket. And Dave, man, I love him to death. He was a huge, huge, huge live fan, and I and I got the one ticket, and it was really funny. Like, we got um, we got one, we got one ticket for like ten dollars. I'm, I'm not even making this up. It was sold out, which, which is fucking crazy. And so we tried to get another ticket, couldn't get one, or people were selling for more than I had, and Dave didn't have any money and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even care, but like, he's like, oh, you're, I remember, like, the show's about to start because they had the doors open to the thing, and you can see, like, inside the, you couldn't see, like, the stage, but you can see inside, like, they shut the lights off, you tell, like, Weezer's about to come on, and I'm like, and I'm about to hand him my ticket, like, here, Dave, go on in, have a fucking good time, it's on me, right, these two guys walk up, and they're like, oh, fuck, what do you do with this ticket? There's nobody out here. We're like, holy shit. Wait, you have an extra ticket. So And with this conversation and we, and I swore to God, I, I, the, I think I had like $7 in my pocket. No bullshit. This is in the nineties. So like nobody, you not know, have a credit card or anything, or can cash app anybody, something. And I gave this guy like my last $7. He gave us the ticket and fucking, we went in the show. I'm like, that was such a great show. It was so much fun. The place was packed like fucking sardines. Where I met this girl, Donna, I think her name was. She worked at Wall-to-Wall Sound and Video. And I don't know, if you're not of a certain age, you wouldn't have any idea what the hell that is. It was basically like a blockbuster video or something like that. That's the best thing I can relate it to. But, Jesus, what a fucking night. And and then uh, the other time was like we went to see – typo negative here's another band When'd see typo negative when before they actually like they were starting to get really big but they hadn't really gotten huge yet and we and they were playing at this place called cc's which has long been gone and so like the night like we were, the bunch of us were supposed to go i don't know if everybody had tickets or what in fact i still have the ticket it's signed by pete Steele, the lead singer and so we met him after the show, but what happened is like like there was hardly anybody there when we got there, and everybody I know didn't want to go. Like my friend Joe, and I understand it because he was just like, and it was there was supposed to be like an ice storm or it was supposed to be some snow or both, and this is up in Pennsylvania, so you know like that shit's probably gonna happen if they're if they're talking about it. And and so what happens is, like, Joe's like, I don't want to go because I don't want to get, you know, stuck in the snow or, you know, get, have a problem or get in an accident. He has going to slide on the road. Well, luckily for us, it never got that bad out. It it did. I think it did snow a little bit, but nothing major. The roads were fine. We got home fine. We got there fine. It was fucking awesome. There's hardly anybody there. Like I said, we met this thing. We met Pete Steele, who's a really nice dude, and, uh, and years later, he ended up dying of a heart attack or something in a house outside of Scranton, which wasn't even that far from where CeCe's was. Really sad side of that, but just a great time. Those are just things I'll never forget. And uh stuff I did with my buddy Dave. It's probably something I'm forgetting. I can't think of offhand, but... I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta see. I know it's like three o'clock in the morning right now. I usually have something I need to take care of, and uh, if anything else, I'll make an, a, an update to this. But Dave, man, I know you're out there somewhere. <laughs> I just want you to know, man. I love you and I miss you all the time, man. Every time I see something on Facebook. Or I see a comic book or some kind of fucking picture, I think of you, man. You're a really good dude, and it's a shame you died this... 45 or whatever, something like that. 45, 46, maybe. It's way too fucking young to go, man. I don't know, man. I know know a lot of people miss you, too, dude. I wish I had a few more years or something, but... I got a bolt, and uh, I love you, man. If you're listening to this, thanks for listening. hope you enjoyed it. Like, share, subscribe, smash the bell for notifications, whatever. <laughs> That's YouTube. Sorry, I keep forgetting. But on my YouTube page, I tell you what it is, but, like, and I don't, I don't even know <laughs> what's even on there anymore. I, know, I just did some, like, commentary videos years ago, but I don't know if that shit's still up or what. But anyway, man. I hope you all have a good night. Have a good week. Stay safe. If you're in the northeast or in the southeast. Supposed to be getting some, some snow or some winter weather shit. Not really sure. Sometimes stuff comes and goes or doesn't come at all. But stay safe. Stay warm, man. Peace out.